Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Cuatro Cuatro Dos. Once again, this is your boy Christian. And today, today, we are going to be talking about the victory uh Past weekend against Austin FC, first time Broccoli FC came into town. And also we'll be talking about the trip that we took out to LA. To be more specific, to Carson, uh, uh, to Carson, California, because they're not even in Los Angeles. But, you know, uh, before we get into that, I want to go ahead and just shout out social media out there. Put it out. Uh, you can find those on Twitch. Uh, you can find those on Discord. Make sure to join that Discord group. Because once a month we'll be going uh, online and, and we'll be actually, you know, talking with everybody, doing like a special once a month uh, episode with everybody to chime in and, and, you know, put their two cents in. We had two already and they went pretty, pretty well. So, you know, I'm looking forward to hearing everybody's uh, points of views and stuff like that. So make sure you join in uh, probably the week of the 21st. So it's probably going to be next week if you're maybe, you know, listen to this next week and the week after that, we'll, we'll probably get on that and jump, jump on it. And everybody will be able to, you know, put their two cents in and, you know, just kind of comment on the state of the Houston Dynamo and then soccer in Houston uh, overall. And then don't forget to check out Cuatro Cuatro Dos on Instagram, Cuatro Dos on Twitter and the YouTube channel and just everywhere that we are on. Also, don't forget, if you would like to contribute, we are also on Patreon. Uh, so, patreon.com slash if you would like to be shouted out and everything like that. And you can also go, you know, donate and stuff like that. Uh, I'm actually going to stop doing the raw notes that I've been doing. I actually have done it the last past two games. But uh, I'll probably just post those up. But they just take a lot of, uh, like... I mean, it doesn't really take much, honestly, but it takes me away from the game. I've realized, I've realized that I, I started people watching a lot more and kind of paying attention to the stadium, the, to the actual game that's going on in the field. So I think for a little while till I get more situated uh, mentally, I guess, and I'll be able to do both things. I'm just going to stop doing the raw notes. Uh, but, it, you know, it's interesting and stuff like that. I get to see, uh, you know, paid attention to other things that maybe weren't happening in the field, but. It just kind of it's very distracting, you know, when you're pretty invested in the game and you want to talk about the game later and you're like, well, honestly, I wasn't even paying attention. So that's why the reason that will be stopping. But, you know, being all that said, I guess we can get into the first game of the week. Also, midweek games kind of throws everything off because, you know, you, I want to I want to have an episode either uh, on Tuesdays. Every Tuesday, I'm trying I'm trying to get that going as a uh like as a you know like a set day because i know for example on mondays we have the striker texas so shout out to those guys victor at isa and all the other guys that do that and then on wednesday usually you have you know if you're into uh like the the peel uh or or generation orange 
you know, those guys usually, uh, you know, get together on Wednesdays. So I kind of wanted to pick a middle day. And also, don't forget the Houston Dynapod. He's usually kind of like here and there. So honestly, I don't know what days he, he usually publishes. But, you know, I know that he's, he's, he's sometimes he's dropping two a week. So, you know, shout out to him and, and his show over there. And also, uh, the guys from, uh, Noodle Time, you know, the Foxtrot and Tony Rubio, two knowledgeable guys. And also, you know, Giving an outsider, not even outsider because they're both Dynamo fans, but it's cool that they're both, one is in Austin, one is in Dallas, and they kind of look from outside into the city. So that's also an interesting perspective as well. So being all that said, shutting, shutting out all the Dynamo podcasts out there. Also, uh, if you are a Spanish guy or if you're a Spanish person, uh, Fede from formerly Total Dynamo to now he's doing a little kind of newer thing. And he's, you know, doing all the Spanish commentary in a way for these games so shout out to him and go follow his page as well but yeah now that we shouted everybody properly i think we should go ahead and move on and talk about the austin game um austin you know also bottom of the table like us but you know above us i guess maybe in gold differentials maybe um on the table not anymore but you know gold differential maybe we both have the same amount of points and stuff like that so obviously they were coming in they brought they were saying between 800 to 1,000 people. Um, you know, the the booth for media is pretty close to the Dynamo, not to them, to, to where the the visitor, I guess, stands was. Also, shout out to the Houston organization, the Houston Dynamo FC organization, uh, for putting them not under a, a roof. You know, I know that a lot of people have been complaining how usually – when it comes to away fans, we were always putting them under the roof, which gave them an echo, which make them made them made usually those people louder than their own fans, which you know they have to be on the north side of the stadium with the sun, no covering that at all. So, so shout out to you know the organization that kind of put them in a corner where they don't have that privilege of you know being extra loud. And and talking about being extra loud, I'm gonna go ahead and throw some shade. You know, there's. There's no bad blood yet between me and Austin, you know, other than the fact that there are another Texas teams, another Texas team. And, and you know, automatically I can't like them, you know, because they're, they're going against everything that, you know, basically goes on here in Houston in a way, you know, in a friendly manner. But uh, they were using uh, freaking megaphones. And I don't know if you guys know, but megaphones in a soccer field or in a soccer stadium is a big no-no for, like, you know, I'm not going to say real football fans, but I'm going to say real football fans, you know. So I just want to, you know, I, I I I like the environment that they created. You know, I went to Q3 Stadium when the Dynamo went to go play over there. And, and I mean, you got to give credit where credit is due. And, you know, a lot of people say they're, they're plastic, you know, and, and they, you know, they pay people to come and play and stuff like that. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and you know, talk about these rumors, but if y'all do, you know. I don't know. Hopefully, it's a little bit more. I mean, it seems to be organic. So hopefully, it's a little bit more organic than than what other people say it is, right? Uh, but the one, the one thing, the one negative thing, I guess that I could say about the Austin, Austin, Austin FC fans, uh, is that they were using megaphones, and megaphones like they don't look good on you. They don't look good to you. They look. They don't look good on you because it just kind of shows that you don't have like the the pulmonary power is that even a thing you don't have the the lungs 
the lung capacity to kind of yell out and be loud by yourself that you need, you know, extra, you know, the extra power, the extra machine to kind of, you know, make your, your voice a little louder. So I know, you know, it's probably the new to the, to the whole Houston, not to the whole Houston, but not to the whole MLS. Maybe they're new to the soccer culture. I don't know if, you know, I assume that, you know, a lot of their people, you know, they're avid soccer fans and stuff like that, but I just wanted to, you know, give them a little piece of advice from, uh, I guess, I'm not even, I'm not even in, in any supporter groups, but I just know that, you know, if you're going to be a real supporter group, you know, I'm not throwing any shade, but, you know, you might want to lose the megaphones. It's just, it's just a bad look, you know, in Argentina, like they pride themselves for not, you know, having, you know, a lot of, if you actually look, for example, uh, I think is the news old boys. A lot of the flags have like big, uh, like is like flags of uh, the core uh, parlantes. I don't even know if they have them. Or speakers, speakers, and like they're crossed out with an X. So basically, they're making fun of their arch rival Rosario Central, who at one point in time they actually had to use speakers to kind of mimic their or make more noise in their stand. So obviously, it's like a big no no, a big you know, embarrassing fact that you are using, you know, and everybody is always accusing everybody of using uh, speakers or, or fake noises or, you know, just all these extra, extra noise makers to make your, your hinchada, your, your, your supporter group look bigger. And, you know, and I know the Houston Dynamo, you know, uh, supporter groups are not huge, but I think they make a really good amount of noise for being, you know, that small of a size of a group. So shout out to all the supporter groups in Houston, you know, from the Surge, Texan Army, Bandera Negra, El Batasón, and, and whoever, you know, else is supporting. Uh, you know, just huge shout out to them because even though it's right next to the Austin fans, you can kind of still hear them. I know, you know, obviously being closer to the Austin fans, you, you had them, in the, you know, right there in your ear. So obviously it was kind of hard to hear. El Batasón and them, you know, playing on the other side. But, you know, here and there, you, you will get a couple of glimpses of them. But going into the actual game, uh, into the actual soccer game, I think the Houston Dynamo looked a lot better. I mean, I think everybody could agree with me that having the one and only Darwin Quinteros made everything a lot, a lot you know, better. He's obviously one of the better creators of, you know, of chances, scoring chances in the whole MLS, like not even in the team, in the whole league. And and it's just one of those things that, you know, it was just kind of scheduled because Tom Ramos would not accuse him, but he would say that, you know, physically he wasn't fit and that's why he wasn't starting and that's why he wasn't playing. There was actually games that he wouldn't even travel with the team. So it was like a major sign. I don't know if disrespect is a word, but it was just like a major sign that there was something going on and, you know, there has been a lot of speculations between maybe just, like, some internal fighting and stuff like that. But I'm just glad that, honestly, they just patching things up if there was ever a fight. And, you know, and Ty Ramos is giving him more time. Like, the game against Austin, he played, I think, 60 minutes. And this game against LA Galaxy, he played 85 minutes. Obviously, you know, he is fit. You know, he's playing almost close to 90 minutes on the second game, you know, after playing... 60 minutes like a few days you know a few days ago in Austin but you know and a lot of people will clown on me you know because I've been giving Quintero praise you know the last few days and I mean obviously you know why wouldn't I because you know he has been 
the one that created the first chance when Dorsey score. And then he's just been really, really dangerous for the Houston Dynamo. So obviously I'm going to give, you know, I'm going to show love where love is deserved, you know. And and one of the things that, you know, people will clown on me is because I would always say that I don't like Quinteros as a player. He's like a guy, you know, like a person. He seems like a really good guy. But as a player, he just, he wasn't uh, very, maybe because, you know, quote unquote, I, I really, I was, I'm really bought into like uh, Tab Ramos and this whole like, perspective on how he plays and the whole like being very attacking minded and defensive minded at the same time if that makes any sense like you know you attack you lose the ball but you stay right there and you get that ball back basically and and being possession minded keeping the ball you know moving the ball around and just doing you know playing beautiful soccer which I think personally we have liked in, in the past few years you know, with Cabrera, and, you know, that's the only other coach that I have ever seen for the Houston Dynamo, you know, personally. And and that's just, you know, I just didn't see, you know, Darwin Quinteros being that type of person that would, you know, sacrifice himself defensively for the team as as others would, like, you know, as Fafa would or, or just any other player, you know, like Memo, he's always like a workhorse. And and that's one of the things that was like would turn me off about Darwin Quintero is the fact that he wasn't defensive, he wasn't as defensive as he was attacking, and like he would just throw like baby tantrums like in the middle of the field whenever he wouldn't get a pass and stuff like that. But you know stuff like that when you're attacking or like when you're in the midfield and you ask for a pass, somebody doesn't pass you the ball and you throw like a little fit, you know like a baby. I can kind of pass those off because I'm like, well, you know, he wants the ball, he really wants the ball, so it's kind of like. It's kind of like a good tantrum in a way because you can tell he wants to, like, you know, be that the driver of the ball. Like, he wants to have it. He wants to own it. He wants to be the creator. He wants to put goals, you know, in the back of the net. But we know when it came to losing the ball and then just throwing fits and not running back or, or not chasing your player or this and that, those were the things that would turn me off. And those are the things that would, you know, I would tell people, you know, hey, like, he's a great player. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't see anything wrong with him. In the attacking side, but in the defensive side, he is terrible. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but in, during this LA Galaxy game that we tied 1-1 in Galaxy, uh, which is a great accomplishment for the Houston Dynamo because, you know, lately we have been, well, I mean, lately by years now, we haven't been great when we go away, especially against these strong teams, you know, Seattle, Portland, LA's. You know, it's just usually, you know, a loss, you know, it's a given loss. And in this game, we started winning and then we just kind of dropped back, parked the bus a little bit and just kind of waited for them in a way and tried to defend it, you know, until Chicharito, you know, did his little magic. But if you guys notice during the the transmission or, you know, transmission during the, the calling of the game, uh, Eddie Robinson pointed out how defensive uh, Darwin Quinteros has been these past two games. And that's actually one of the things that, you know, I had I had noticed too the fact that not only he was being very productive in the attack and and you know very dangerous in the attack and, and like getting the ball and like running you know between two three players or like taking on two three players and making passes you know putting a ball for Fafa to score and just being really dangerous you know like in the first game against Austin you know having shots having an opportunity on goal that he you know missed you know, in front of the goal, you know, because the ball bounced right last second. But, you know, he was being defensive. He was being very defensive in the way that he, like, 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like I was saying, you know, being the being, you know, a defensive force, even running back all the way to the box and and just being there for you know for the for his team, and and you can see the hustle and the in the you know the the drive to wanting to get that ball back, not only like just waiting for for the ball to be taken away and expecting it in the attack, but also you know him going to get it, you know him going to the floor, him you know sprinting back and chasing a guy down and stuff like that. And those are the things that you commend, you know, to a player that, you know, is being an attacker. But he's not only being an attacker, but he's being like a team player. And, I mean, and I think Quinteros, he, I mean, we know this from the beginning of time. Like, he should be a starter, period. And now more than ever, he should be a starter because you can see his, you know, I mean, like I said, I don't know what happened between him and Tab Ramos. I don't know if there was something personal. I don't know if there was something, you know, physical. I don't know if there was something, you know, uh, you know, on the as they say in Spanish, deportivo, you know, like in like in the in the mind of the way that Tab Ramos was constructing his team. But I think, you know, uh now and 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 it's crazy because now you hear Tab Ramos give Quintero praises like every single press conference, like every press conference that, you know, we jump on. He's always saying, you know, Quintero is a great player. He had a great game. I really love this, the way he's playing, da 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 And, you know, and he's just kind of shouting him out. And, you know, he's, I mean, because everybody knows he's a really good player and, and he has a lot of potential. And he is a DP at the end of the day. You know, he's he has that title of being a player that has been designated by a team to be one of the best players on the team. So it's great to have that. It's great to see that. Uh, also defensively, I mean, in two games, you know, the, the 3-0 against, uh, against Austin, you know, a really good showings of teenage Hadibi. Uh, I think Adam Lundy, Lundquist, Lundquist, Adam Lundquist, he has been doing a heck of a job. I love Adam. I think he's one of our, our most consistent players, you know, or at least he fights with a lot of heart. You know, maybe he makes mistakes here and there, but, you know, I think he has a lot of heart and he really loves his team. Like you can tell the way he celebrated the win against Austin when, you know, he just kind of saw that weight off, you know, that weight come off of him. Uh, you know, the way that, you know, Zach Valentin, he just like put basically the whole city on his back. He was repping Houston, you know, harder than any other player. And, and they really like really love, I don't know if it's the team, the city, the group of players, you know, the club, but I just think, you know, now there has been a lot of changes in the club. And and I think we've been doing good. I mean, the fact that now our second goalie, you know, or or our substitute goalie, you know, Michael Nelson, he's been having a heck of a game. It's like great saves, a save that landed on the third goal from Fafa. You know, Michael Nelson has been, and now he's been nominated for Team of the Week. So obviously, there's something going on in these past few games for the Dynamo that is kind of turning the culture around. And you know, not to mention we have been missing Corey Baird. And Tyler Pasher, who, you know, could be one of our, you know, they could be two of our best players out there. And just the fact that, you know, 
we have people like um what's this this kid that just scored oh man i just forgot his name thank you i always do this every episode uh grayson no not grayson what are your what is your name dorsey 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 scoring his first goal you know taking that chip on the shoulder of being not you know getting drafted getting cut being called to an mls team you know winning a starting role in 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 the houston dynamo and then scoring his goal finally and then the second game again against lac lafc LA Galaxy, he almost scored his second one. You know, he had a couple of shots on goal. And and just it just shows, like, the commitment that this team, I don't know if they have it for the coach, for the team, for the city, for each other. But, you know, that's something that you want to see from a team that maybe, you know, a lot of people are counting out. And, and I think a lot of fans, you know, we have probably counted them out. And we are not that far away from a playoff spot. I mean, I know. I mean, the you you can't say you're you're dead till you're actually dead, you know. So now, you know, if we put, as they say in Spanish, ponemos las pilas. If we put, like, you know, the stuff where it has to go, I think we could be, I don't know if a contender, but maybe, uh, you know, a contender for a playoff spot, for sure. And I know that's probably wishful thinking after a 16, you know, a streak of not winning. But, I mean, think about it. We didn't win for 16 games, and there's still a chance to play off. So, I don't know if that talks bad about the Western Conference or, I mean, I don't I don't know what that says, right? But the fact that, we you know, we still have a chance after 16 games of not being able to get three points, it's just kind of insane in a way. Like, it's crazy the fact that, you know, we have a chance. And, and I think these guys know that this is like a – it's kind of like a second chance and not in life, but – like a second chance in this tournament and this in this league to be able to be able to you know put a string of good games together and just kind of jump back in it you know right now you know the we have a derby coming up with FC Frisco uh and if we can get those three points you know that puts us a step closer to to these to this playoff spot and you know and then we got Minnesota we got Vancouver I'm not saying they're easy games but I mean they're they're more accessible like you know Vancouver being one of the worst teams with us, you know, in Austin. And then, you know, Minnesota, it's like a mid-table club that, you know, could easily be beat. And then, you know, after that, I think we have a kind of a rough patch. But, you know, if we can get the most points out of these games, you know, I think it could help us. And, you know, who knows? Who knows? Maybe maybe we go in into the playoffs in that, you know, first spot. Oh, I mean, not first spot, of course, the last spot. And then, yeah, we're going to have to, like, you know, go against a strong current, you know, who is probably going to be SKC or Seattle. And, you know, I think very well deserved, you know, to, to, for them to go against a team like us, you know, coming out in the first place. But, you know, it, once the playoffs start, it's a whole different like ball game, you know, it's a, it's a win, go home that changes everything, changes all the perspectives. And I think it could be doable, you know, but also I want to uh, shout out Fafa. You know, Fafa having a great, great couple of matches. Two goals in one. One in, one in LA Galaxy. Two against Austin. I think he has been, and you know, Tab mentioned. You know, he's been, he's been getting chances. He's been getting shots, but he hasn't been putting them away. And now I think he's becoming. It's kind of opening the doors, a little bit. You know, it's kind of taking that that rust off, that dirt off, that chip of his shoulder. Of like, man, I, I'm trying to score. I'm doing everything I can. I'm fighting. I'm running. 
I'm pressing, I'm doing all this, and I can't put the ball in the back of the net. And now he's getting chances. I mean, and also, it does it does help when you have like players like Enteros to feed you, you know? So hopefully, you know, that stays intact. But I think overall, the team looks pretty, pretty solid. I mean, in the last two games, right? Uh, defensively against LA Galaxy, I think the last 15, 20 minutes, we were kind of, I was, you know, being myself after that first goal came, from Chicharito and of course LA Galaxy kind of threw everything on us, and and I think you know the depth on this team is still kind of like a, a big question mark. You know, you know Darwin set in. You know it's like uh, I don't know Borne Garcia coming in. You know Memo, who had a really good game against Austin. You know after he came in, he basically took charge of the team and just kind of move, moving the ball around and, and using that comfortable two zero lead. You know to kind of to kind of put that you know call mentality and just move the ball around and stuff like that. So, and and it's just like, a you know, a bunch of things. But I think, you know, overall, these past two games that we have been looked, we looked very solid, you know, given we did play against Austin, the last play on, on the Western Conference. And we play an LA Galaxy who is a mid-table, but, you know, with good players, like, you know. And, and I think we could, you know, I think with against Dallas, who they're right above us, you know, it could be a really good matchup other than the fact there's a derby. Uh, but I think, I think we can, we can move forward. And, and, you know, talking about moving forward as a club, you know, the fact that our owner, you know, Ted Siegel, he had a, uh, a town hall meeting basically where people could, you know, put their questions in and, and, and he would answer himself to the people basically and the fact that, you know, we have an owner that is talking about, you know, how much, well, not how much specifically, but, you know, that he wants to spend money, obviously, in the right people, that, you know, we're going to have a new GM, you know, that hopefully will have better understanding or, or will make better moves than Matt Jordan. I don't know if, you know, I don't want to talk down on Matt Jordan, but, you know, but hopefully the moves that he makes will be better than the ones that Matt Jordan has done in the past, you know? Um, and, and hopefully, you know, this club can move forward, uh, and not only, you know, with the Houston Dynamo, but you see a lot of stuff with the Dash, you know, they're moving forward as well. Uh, but obviously, you know, we, we cover mostly the Dynamo or just soccer in, in general, but, you know, we're talking about the Dynamo. Um, but I think, you know, maybe next year, hopefully, I mean, I don't, I still don't count us out this year, to be honest. But I think, you know, if we can get a, a good, solid team together, you know, who doesn't tell you that, you know, in the next couple of years, we can become a, a top, you know, a top club once again, you know, as in the beginning of our of our history. And, and I think a lot of people are looking forward, you know, you know, look, you know, we had the past, the past years be bad. We had terrible stretches. We have had good stretches. You know, we have had... You know, bad GMs. We have had bad coaching. Uh, but I think now we need to start looking forward and, and start seeing that, you know, the team is kind of looking better. For Look at what we have. Look at our roster. One of the lowest paying rosters. And we are playing okay soccer. We're not playing terrible soccer. We're not playing the greatest. But I think we are playing, you know, good enough to be able to go to LA and get a point. You know, obviously we'll see how... You know, this game against Dallas turns out because I think that's going to be a really good challenge for us. You know, I think playing against Austin at home, 
was kind of an, of an easy game, you know. I don't want to diminish, you know, anybody, but Austin hasn't been doing hot either. And then going, to, you know, going to going to LA Galaxy and getting a point over there, and you know, being the one that scored and kind of set the tone in the beginning, and then be having a pretty good defensive team, you know, minus like the last twenty minutes where we're just kind of crumbling down and just looking at the clock basically. And but I think we're doing okay. So. I don't know. You guys let me know. What do you guys think? Do you guys think that, you know, we're doing better? Do you guys think we're not doing better? Uh, are you guys watching the Champions League, you know, kind of changing the subject there? Do you Have you guys seen all those, everything that's going on? Sheriff, you know, winning their game against Shakhtar. Uh, who else? Uh, dang, this young boys, you know, putting that offset or beating Manchester United, you know, 2-1. Uh, all these things that are, you know, are going on in the in the Champions League, are you guys watching? You know, obviously, Barcelona seems not to be, you know, they seem not to be the same Barcelona as as before. Uh, PSG, a tie, you know, a 1-1 tie, uh, who everybody thought maybe they were just going to demolish the team that they played against, who honestly, I completely forgot who they played <laughs> But uh, but you know, imagine if they won one one with a team, and then I think Man City beat six three their their team that they were playing. I think they were playing our uh, Red Bull Leipzig. Uh, imagine those games they're against Man City. That's gonna be a real test right there for PSG. I think Liverpool got their win. Uh, Dortmund beat Betsikas and Betsikas. Real Madrid got a win. I think Inter Milan got a. Did they win? No, they lost. They lost, if I'm not mistaken. Or they tied. I don't know. I, I, so many games. Bayern Munich obviously put a whooping on uh, Barcelona. Atalanta, I can't I think they tied as well. Lily. Too many games, bro. Too many games. But hopefully you guys are watching. Hopefully you guys are keeping up. I'm trying to keep up as well. There's so many games going on. Uh, but, you know, hopefully this week, upcoming week, we'll, we'll start going out to, to the pubs uh, where everybody's meeting up and just doing a little fun videos there. Obviously, this past Tuesday, we had a storm that I had no idea was coming till the day of. And so, obviously, a lot of stuff was canceled here in the city, all these gatherings. But hopefully, next week and the weeks before that, you know, after that, then we can start, you know, getting together with some of these people. So, other than that, don't forget to check us out on social media, Cuatro Cuatrados on everything. And hopefully, you guys go ahead and join that Discord group. And, you know, we will have that little meeting with everybody and just kind of chit-chat and talk about some Houston Dynamo and some soccer. You know, maybe we can talk some Champions League, some Premier League, and just any other league that you guys would like to talk about. So shout out to everybody that's listening. Thank you so much for supporting the show and, you know, subscribing. I got 59 subscribers on YouTube, trying to get to 60. So if you're that one person, go ahead and hit that button. Subscribe. You know, 60, there's a lot of good interviews that I've done with people in the city. There's, you know, obviously all the podcast episodes. And just a little a couple things of when I went to Austin, when I went here to the VVA, you just kind of look around the stadium and you can see, you know, how the stadium looks and stuff like that. So hopefully you guys enjoy those. And uh, until next time, see you guys later. Y'all have a good one.